Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Our GR Dad, I have tested the mics. Yes, we're going to record at 1.5. You can all slow it down to 7.75 and then it'll be one. <laughs> I'm going to talk real fast. That, that math. Oh my God. <laughs> of course the math doesn't math, but still you can slow it down enough that it is listenable. <laughs> okay. Wee. Woo. What are you drinking there, GR Dad? vikings blood oh you guys uh this is i'm sure we've talked about it before this is the mead that they used to have at uh firefly sadly now closed it's called vikings blood mead has she been out recently <laughs> Fetta. <laughs> she's like Fetta just like walked to the back door and circled around hang on and we're back yes was there just a weird noise Someone's yeah dog making noise Probably. Okay. But I can't confirm the, who it was. <laughs> it's a lot of chaos in the house these days. It's the... Yes. All right. So to pick up where we left off, the Vikings blood is mead that they used to have at Firefly. Uh, you can buy it like I ordered it from liquor.com or Drizzly or something. comes in a big black ceramic bottle. It's cool. It's And it's so delish. It's, it's so really tasty. good. It's like a sweet wine. It's like mead. Actually, yeah. It tastes like mead. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the cocktail of the week. The cocktail of the week is the Turkish Storm, which is basically a variation of the dark and stormy that they have at Zaitania here in D.C. It has cardamom in it, which is a lovely little addition, and it makes it very exotic tasting. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to have when we go there, which we did last week. That's Delish. right. I like ouzo because if you pour water in it, it gets milky, which I think is pretty it's cool. It's clear. The water's clear, but then you mix them together, and then it's milky. white. Yeah. Which is cool, and it tastes a little bit like toothpaste, so that's cool. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Which also makes water milky. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It's time for Administrative Corner. Oh, I love Administrative Corner. We are recording on Wednesday, September 20th. The Voods are remain for sale for like a day, you guys. A day and some hours. So if you want a Voods, get yourself in there. ASAP. We are not going to extend it because we want them to be able to ship for Christmas. Food lit up. This is going to be much more organized and disciplined than Boots ever was. That's certainly true. Pro um, probably. The cha there's just there's chaos, you, you yeah, guys. There's, there's chaos. one chaotic catalyst, and it's Feta. She's so cute. I love her so no, much. But she's in everything. She's into everything. Okay, item number two on administrative corner is book updates. Uh, hang on a second. I'm going to pull up the actual official info. All right, I got it up. Does okay. it say embargo on it? it? It does not. It was embargoed, but now it is not. Okay, so my book, The Purest Bond, is for sale. You can order it on a stock books, and then you get it with a paw print. It is for pre-sale. For pre-sale. It comes out on November 14th, and on that day, November 14th, we are having the full squad in Orlando for meetup time orlando and, fla and i finally have the details like as of a few hours ago i finally got the details the hot tea the uh book signing like look you guys we're not gonna be able to do paw prints at the bookstore because then there'd be paw print paint on everything what a mess but you can pet the dogs and i will sign your book i the human will sign it uh okay 4 30 to 6 p.m at Writer's Block Bookstore, 316 North Park Avenue, Winter Park, Florida, which is right next to Orlando. Uh, all of this stuff will go up 
on all the socials. Um, you have to sign up for a time slot and you have to buy a book from the store to come in and get this. Uh, if you already bought one from Honest Dog, bring it with you and I'll sign all of them. Your book is your ticket. But they want you to, obviously it's a bookstore and they want you to buy a book from them and not just like show up. Are they going to like super enforce that? I don't know. But they want you to sign up. Because so, they don't want it to be too crowded. Yes, because they can hold like, I think, 50 people in the store at a time. And we <laughs> better just came downstairs with a pair of bingo socks. Um, so you got to sign up for a time slot. If you just show up, we'll make it work for you guys. I have to leave this bookstore at six o'clock to go then over to like a private book event. Um, but we'll probably be there early. I mean, we'll definitely be there early. So if you like are coming and you don't want to buy a book from the bookstore, like you can probably find us outside the bookstore with the dogs and we'll say hi. You can probably get into the bookstore even without a ticket. We don't know where the dogs are going to be set up yet. Not inside. Almost certainly. It, it, I don't think they know how much dog it is. If they want to fit all the dogs into the bookstore, they uh, do know that we're all coming. I think they only care about you. You're the talent. The dogs are just like they transportation. Know. They know the dogs are coming. Hmm. So they don't quite get it. It does say RSVPs are mandatory. You do get 15% off. So if you haven't bought a book, you can like buy one. It comes with like your ticket. Yeah, buy another one. <laughs> or be like to your dad and buy another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I forgot that not everyone just is like me <laughs> but anyway i know people have been like buying plane tickets and stuff and they're like is this actually happening and i was like i'm waiting for details it's definitely happening but i didn't know where so like now like literally this is the first time i've seen the address so writer's block bookstore good name good name 316 north park avenue winter park florida right next to orlando uh yeah i'll put all the links up on the socials and we're we're gonna be super flexible around stuff yeah, we definitely are. Yeah. Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Okay. So so that's good. And that counts towards getting Vink on the New York Times bestseller list. If you buy the book from Vink, Vink, you're an author, Vink. <laughs> Close enough. You're a model, cover model, Vink. Vink, you're a cover model, Vink. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that's it for administrative items. Yes, the voodles and the bookles. Yeah, Ingo's doing the Lord's work placing all the orders for the 85 donated plushy boots. Maybe I'm doing ghost boots' work. You're doing great great job. It's time for dog updates. Yes it is. We uh poor Vink got another skin infection. She had a oh, bunch of like little Vink. scabby bumps on her chest and so I shaved like half her chest and then she had a burn tum and I shaved all of her tum so there was a lot of Vink fur all over. Yeah, uh, it was like almost like a hot spot but all over her tum. The like poor girl. little like like they were, they didn't look like chicken pox, but they were spaced kind of like chicken pox, like little scabby spots. But then like her skin was all like red and inflamed. And this happens like every two months. She gets a skin it infection. Really, the, she just, yeah. This happened all in Maryland though. This was the unusual thing. Like usually I'm like, oh, well, it's swimming in the water in Florida, but no swimming. This was from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so once again, we got to go to Bond Vet, who we like highly recommend and is like super easy to book. And they got her in the same day. They're a national chain, I think. Yeah, they got places. Here, let's pull it up real quick. This is not a paid promo. We're just like big fans of Bond Vet. Yep. Okay, Bond Vet. Their line is exceptional care for your pet. And they okay, so they have clinics in D.C., D.C. area, Long Island, New York City, 
Boston, Chicago, Connecticut, and New Jersey. I mean, that's a lot of coverage. Yeah. It doesn't go to Florida, though. No, that's it. Those are all the places. But there's like 18 in New York. There's like five in D.C. There's three in Chicago. Yeah. Um, so anyway, highly recommend. Big fan. And they did a great job. They like gave her medicine and they checked her ears and they gave us like powder. They Yep. They really, they really and they did a good job examining her they did cultures of everything and they're i mean they were very conscientious i was very impressed yeah they're great um so that that was vink and and that's kind of it i think everybody is doing great up here feta is uh pretty much behaving though she does occasionally try to gnaw on the furniture behaving Behaving like a whirling dervish, I behaving mean, like Tasmanian <laughs> devil from the cartoons. If that's behaving, yes. When's the last time she had an accident in the house? I include eating furniture as an accident. No, no, no. Oh, accident, accident? It's been a long time. Yeah. Like a couple weeks maybe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she can sleep. If she's calm, she can sleep outside the crate now. And she sleeps in the bed a little bit. She yep. like sleeps in the bathroom. She sleeps, moves around. Uh if she's really wound up, we put her in the crate, but she does not have to be in there. Now, she has to be in there when we're not in the house because she eats the furniture. Or cables or crates or outside. She was eating a brick before. Yeah. She's eating a, she was eating a brick. Good things those are her spare teeth. A brick. Well, soon they won't be. Then she'll be full on chomping on the real teeth. Yeah. Oh, she's. Happy as heck, though. She does a good job. She's a good little... She's still portable enough to take her in the passenger seat in the car, which is fun. Yes. She's a perfect size for the Lovely. passenger seat. You've taken her to restaurants. Yes. We... Uh, I mean, you say I have, but we have taken her together yes, several yes. times to restaurants. And she's learning to do great on the patio. She's definitely not a problem. And she's learning she can kind of like lay down under the chair. Yeah. And she's trying to... And she's starting to learn what like sounds are important and scary and so which are not like yeah. urban she's getting urbanized which she won't need in the keys but <laughs> but here is good if there's like sirens and stuff she doesn't have to like run away yeah she also saw trainer michael last weekend yes and uh he was working with her on walkies and just kind of general stuff um so that's good and he got her too he's like she's pretty timid you know we we need to desensitize her a little bit yeah Oh. She's she's like so bold and comfortable at home, but she's very shy about meeting new people. Mm -hmm. um, but she's doing great. She's doing great. So she still smells like a puppy. She does. Puppy breath. Yeah. I think that's it for updates. You have any you want to add? We think she might be small. We talked about that. She's definitely small right now. Bears repeating. <laughs> Other updates? No, Guac seems okay without his swims. I got to say, he loves the tennis balls, but he hasn't completely discombobulated. That he, said, I walked him down to Hopper's little beach here where Hops, if you are a longtime follower, you know, I would take Hops to swim when I would we, like we'd run together down to the beach. And he was so friggin excited yeah, to get yeah. in the water. And then we got out of the water and he had like big zooms. He'd run like 100 yards down the trail and I'd be like, get back here. And he'd like zoom, run back, like take off the other way. Uh, he was thrilled to be back in the water That's so true. he's doing fine but i'm definitely gonna take him back down there a few he's times. gonna be the happiest when we get back to florida and he goes in the ocean again yep yep um yeah that's for dogs i think that's it i think we 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 saw chatter 
Yes, we did. Oh, Shit. yes. And we brought Feta, which like didn't go great. But they have like a foster dog now. They have four dogs. Yeah. And a sick foster dog. Yeah. Feta was just, I think, a little too much because she, she was like chomping on stranger dogs and everything. So we got to like. Cheddar's giant. I keep he's forgetting. A very he's, he's a very large man. Big dog. Big paws. Big head. Yep. And everything in, in the middle is also big. Yep. Yep. Um, so it was great to see him. He's doing well. Yep, everybody there is very happy. Mm-hmm. Finn is a very good boy. Almost got to keep him, but but you know he was snatched away <laughs> at the end. It's disappointing, disappointing. Yep. But yeah, um, we have high hopes for Feta. Yeah, she's a good dog. She's look at how good she is. She's a fun little nugget. Just sitting there panting. She's a little bit cray. I mean, Remy and Venk are both being very patient with her and playing with her, and even. Brody played with her the other day. Yes, that was great. That was very exciting. We need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Feta will continue to instigate and uh, <laughs> see what happens. Brody is good at, at establishing and maintaining his boundaries. Yes. So. He is he is the most autonomous of all the dogs. Yeah. So so that's good. Hmm? Um, but the Fed experiment mm. is going well. Feta, Feta experiment. Fed. Experiment. Experiment. Uh, it's just not as good as I thought it would be. In my head, that was a lot <laughs> funnier. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Uh, She's doing great. Good job, Tiny Cheese. Ramblings. Right. I got nothing for Ramblings. You got nothing? I got nothing. Well, let me trigger a thought. Oh, great. The other day, I was just walking into the kitchen and you're outside and you said <laughs> hey ingo i need an accelerant i did i was like oh i did say it and i did need it i said oh i think we have some gasoline in the shed and i was like great and i had a vague idea what you wanted it for i had some documents that needed to be burned but generally if you asked for an accelerant i would <laughs> point you in the right direction i appreciate that you don't go like what do you mean you need an accelerant? What do you need that for? And you just go like, there's gas in the shed. And yeah. I'm like, okay, great. I was like, he probably used the propane, but that was empty. It turned out that was empty. Oh, do we have propane? Oh, oh no, the no, propane, no. The tank, propane for the, tank for the grill. For the grill. Uh, if a great way to burn documents is just simply put them in your grill with your propane tank on. <laughs> but our propane tank is empty probably from the last set of documents that needed <laughs> to be burned. I do get myself in that situation somewhat frequently. Um, it's a lot funner than shredding. But it turns out it's actually hard to burn a stack of documents. It's also hard to shred a stack of documents. True. It's it very forever. easy to burn them if you've got propane in your tank because it keeps burning them. If you pour gasoline on them, then you have to do a lot more stoking and it smells like your house is on fire and your neighbors get mad. I think I had one burnathon when you weren't here. I had to like burn boxes of your old documents in the fire pit that we had at the time i think you were destroying some of your own documents and you're like do you need anything burned and i was like yes i have like five banker boxes of documents that need to be burned i think that's i don't remember destroying my own documents but it's possible that i was i was taking care of some old stuff but but it was it turned into a lot of yours it was great (laughs) yeah yeah i had like code from some Mm -hmm. case that i reviewed secret secrets secret documents yeah now i know why they put fast burning paper in embassies because slow burning paper is stupid mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's good poof light that stuff up yeah they also have like the pulverizing really cool sh- like industrial shredders that just make dust that you can't 
paste back together. Oh, really? Yeah, because when the uh, uh, the Iranian Fawn embassy... Hall. Oh, no. I thought you were going to talk about Oliver North and Fawn Hall, but anyway. <laughs> when the U.S. embassy in Iran was overtaken in whenever that was, 79, mm -hmm. 80. Yes. Yeah, um, this is a lesson that you learn when you get your uh, onboarding into the intelligence community. They talk specifically about this. And so the embassy staff like knew that the embassy was about to get broken into and they were absolutely shredding as many documents as they could. And uh, once the embassy was overtaken, they just had teams of people reassembling the shredded documents. God damn it. Like on the episode of o Only Murders in the Building that we just watched, literally what they were doing. They were there on tables with tape, like reassembling shredded embassy documents. And yeah. so now they have like crosshatch shredders and I they, guess even they more. They make them into, uh, I mean, the classified document shredders turn them into a powder. Wow. Yeah. I That's mean, it's like pulverizers, not it, even shredders. It is a pulverizer. But then they go into like the pulverized classified shredded documents go into like special bags. And then there are classified document destruction services that come and pick up the pulverized paper and then incinerate it also. Um, so they it's extremely destroyed. Yeah, can't burning read anything the, the, the dust really would be the end of it. It is dust. Yeah, it absolutely is dust. You can't read a single thing on it. But just in case, then they go burn the dust. Um, but yeah, that's why. I mean, I'm sure there are other reasons, but the Iranian embassy really uh, highlighted the need to not have little strips that could, in theory, be paped back together because they just had hundreds and hundreds of people sitting in there putting documents back together. Man. Yep. That's not very good information security. Oh, speaking of which. <laughs> a long time ago. I almost took an unplanned visit to CIA headquarters here the other day. <laughs> I was on the phone with in you. In a story, <laughs> not unconnected, in a story <laughs> that, you, that only could happen around D.C. Oh, yeah. CIA headquarters is kind of unmarked around here. It used to be completely unmarked and not on any maps, I think. Yeah. Um, but now everyone kind of knows where Langley is. Um, people who live around here kind of know what it is. Got to be careful not to take that is. exit. You think. Um, so I mean, I the was exit is labeled like George H.W. Bush CIA it intelligence. Is, it is absolutely not. <laughs> it is not. There is a sign. N it's not connected the to the actual exit, though. When you're at the exit, all there is is a little brown arrow that <laughs> says exit here. And I know. Why do I know this? Because I was coming home, I think, from the airport the other day. And, of course, first thing I do is I call you and I'm talking to you. And, and you're I, rowing. And I cannot multitask. When Ingo is driving, he cannot multitask. You need to make sure he's 80 miles from an exit. Or else he will miss the exit. I will miss the exit. It's happened at least three times while I'm on the phone with oh, you. Oh, definitely more than that. And yeah. not obscure exits. Exits I take all the time. Anyway, so I'm driving on yeah. George Washington Parkway out of D.C., which goes to the Beltway. Yep. And I'm talking to you. Yep. Very nice. Always like talking to you. <laughs> and I even have my, you know, Google Maps on. And I see, oh, yeah, to take a right to the Beltway. But, of course, that was in three miles. So the first, so there's an exit, so I just take the exit. Yeah. And, I, you know, you go around the cloverleaf, and all of a sudden, there's the gates to the <laughs> compound. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I had to, like, quick pull a quick UE and, like, wave at all the cop cars and agents <laughs> that are there to avoid exactly this. 
Um, and they take it seriously because in the 80s... Oh, I think it was there were more recent than that. a bunch of guys, maybe it was the 90s, but it wasn't far closer than that. Uh, there's a bunch of people trying to go to work at the CIA in the left. There's two left turn lanes going into the entrance from the other side, not the one I was coming from. And a guy with a probably an AK-47 just was walking between the cars and shooting into the cars and killing people. 1993. 93. Cos- yeah, because you're just like backed up in traffic because you can't just drive into the parking lot. Right. Yeah, you have and to he get thought it would be he thought it'd be a good idea to, to just shoot into these cars. And he killed quite a few people. And then he disappeared for years. And I think they found him in Pakistan. Um, yes, in 1997. They 97. caught him. And then they tried him in Fairfax County and I think they executed him in 2002 you know I don't think that's the wrong result he killed two he injured three he was on the 10 most wanted FBI 10 most wanted list for four years they caught him in Pakistan in 1997 he got tried he was found guilty he was executed in 2000 what was his name his name is Mir Amal Kansi was AK-47 you were right there but enough about him yeah back to me yeah. That's why I was nervous about pulling a UE in front of the CIA you headquarters. You have to be careful about that. I don't that. want them thinking I have a, any ill intent. I think I was like waving and uh, and doing the international symbol for, well, I made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> Luckily, I have Florida plates, so they're probably just like stupid tourist. Yeah. Just another tourist. I've but accidentally ended up at the NSA uh, when going to the orthopedic vet place because they're real close to each other. If you... Really? If you miss your exit and then you get on like 198 up there and then you're like, oh, I better like loop back around and get on the road I was on. The the first loop back around exit is actually the NSA. Is that exit. what that is? That's yeah. a very mysterious compound there. Yeah, Fort Meade. Yeah. That's not really signed either. I just remember it looked very w- governmental. Yes. Yes. I mean, Fort Meade has stuff besides the NSA. I've only been to the NSA. Do on they the bioweapons or did they used to have bioweapons? I don't know. I've I only think those are closer to here. <laughs> we do have a bi- army biological research center a few blocks from our house. Biological weapons oh, we research don't know center. What they do there. We don't know what they do there. We they have lots of vents. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they ve- do have a lot of vents. Lots of ventilation <laughs> going on at all times here. All right. Uh, if anyway, you guys typical DC story. Like if you take th- yeah. three wrong turns, you'll be in Biden's bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys with big guns. Who want to know what the fuck you're doing? People have taken wrong turns and tried to get on the White House. Or Those people are capital. dumb. Yeah, but they also were, some of them were insistent. Like running into barriers insistent. That's how you get shot, you guys. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, good, but pretty common sense advice. Are you ready for Taste of the Keys? Even though we're not in the Keys? Yes, it's it's even sweeter at a distance. I know. I, I got to say, I am, I went to Virginia Beach, um, for I had to give a talk in Virginia Beach today, so I drove down last night. It's like a four-hour drive, and then drove back today. And uh, I miss ocean. I mean, their oh, ocean, really? their ocean's way. I mean, they have a nice beach, though. They have a nice beach. Yeah, they got they got big beach, and I was like, oh, oh man, yeah. So it'll be good to get back there. The smell. It was the smell, wasn't it? It triggers things. Absolutely. Yeah, the smell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Taste the Keys this week. Key West Chamber of Commerce Fantasy Facades Competition. Because you guys, we're getting to spooky season and that means Fantasy Fest is coming up. Time to loosen the pants. What do you want to be this year? 
uh, I thought it was really good, but we can't do it again, I guess. I, I like being the can. kid in the raincoat. <laughs> we d- we did have a great <laughs> to your creepy clown. Year. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's throw a toga on and walk around. I mean, what's it, what's there to do? You're so bad at costumes. <laughs> like <laughs> yes, I, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> I always have these like elaborate costume plans. I it's like maybe I'll just put a sheet on and be it'll be a toga. <laughs> toga, toga, toga. Uh, I think we should be the Grady twins. In the from the, from shining. the shining, come play with me. Oh, we can get matching dresses. They have them in yeah, that's vaguely creepy on Amazon. I think it would look especially creepy with me as one of those twins in the weird little children's dress. I mean, it's just a blue dress. Oh, we'd have to have white faces. I don't. Th- I don't think they're especially pale. I know, but it would help if we had. We're we're kind of pasty enough, both of us, as it is. C- c- perhaps, but I'm just saying it would be better if we looked more ghostly, <laughs> not not full on like ridiculous, but like a little. They're c- creepy. I know. I you know. I'm just saying. I'm not going to look like a little girl, regardless. I might as well have a pasty face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if that makes you happy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll retain control over costume choices. No kidding. Yeah, I this is asked. exactly what I would prefer. I'll just yes. tell you what we're gonna do. What okay. am, I'm not. I mean, what am I gonna dress up as? A merman? A merman? I I came up with the it costumes for last year. Oh, they were awesome. And they were great. I have no doubt you come up with better costumes than me. It wasn't even an issue. Toga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Toga. Uh, the Key West Chamber of Commerce. Fantasy Facades competition. The deadline to enter is October 16th. What is this Fantasy Facades? You're saying it like we should know what it is. Decorate your digs to win big. The Key West Chamber of Commerce Fantasy Facades competition offers awesomely decorated Key West homes and businesses the opportunity to compete for cash prizes and glory. Think ghoulishly magical. Think Conquer Public. And think this year's uniform. Oh, there's a theme. This year's theme for Fantasy Fest is uniforms and unicorns hmm. 200 years of sailing into fantasy wow uniforms and unicorns gives me like five billion ideas and i'm very excited military unicorns i mean you can definitely do those two together top gun unicorns <laughs> interesting well, we'll talk a little bit more about unicorns once we're done with the podcast okay the final day to enter your home or business is October 16th. Judging is October 23rd. Winners announced on the 24th. So you decorate your house. Or your business. But it's your, ha- yeah. Yeah. Yard and face facade. Facade, I guess. Facade. Beginning October 24th this year for the very first time, a, the living public. And then it says, uh, let me read the sentence without the parenthetical and then I'll add it. For the very first time this year, the living public is invited to select a community favorite by casting a vote. And after the living public, in parentheses, it says, not open to vampires or the undead. No. So only the living public. No ghosties. No vampires. In the past, they opened it up to dead people? I'm guessing they didn't open it to anybody alive or dead. And now they're only allowing the living to vote. Community voting will be open October 24th to 29th. Okay. Okay. If you guys uh, (laughs) like exhibiting yourselves with public nudity, come on down for Fantasy Fest at the end of October. You can paint yourself and then it seems more decent than it is. There's the... Yep. Yep. You could. 
Or you could not. There's plenty of places where you just go naked and it's fine. Yep. We don't do that part. Of say, Fest. I have not. Yes. Uh, yeah. We observe. We will, of course, report back with the nudity that we have encountered. <laughs> we will not be that way. We're, yeah. Nudity meter. Don't bring your kids. Nudity meter going to 10. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> don't yep. bring your kids. No. There were a couple kids there last year. Yeah, I mean, nudity isn't the worst thing as a European. It's fine. No. I, I mean, walking around on the street, like, it, it's pretty... F- I mean, your kid's not going to be scandalized. Your teenage boy is going to be problematic. But, like, it's going to be fine. There are some, like, bars and things, though, that you 100% should not enter. Frankly, as an adult, unless you're very prepared for what's going on in there, and definitely not as a minor. <laughs> We don't go to those either. I don't. I haven't done much research into this, but it sounds intriguing. <laughs> uh, one, after we talk about unicorns, I'll show you the Actually, Google. Actually, I just have do. a b- big. I talk big, but you could call my bluff. I'd be like, "No, no, it's okay. This is fine." I know. I don't <laughs> want to. No. You don't want to. You don't want to see what I see on the internet and go. I. That's definitely correct. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, what's the German word of the week? Coffee clutch. Coffee. Closet. Clutch is a slap in the face. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, or a clap. But this this coffee obviously means coffee, but it's also the German coffee, which is you you sit down at I think it's four o'clock usually and have coffee and cake. cake. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a little snack time. So this is like a pretty That's big when I tradition want in Germany, yeah. Well, but if you have coffee and cake, then you don't have to eat dinner until, you know, seven or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, we Germans don't eat the big meal in the evening. We eat it at lunchtime. Oh, dear Lord. And at night, we just have a lighter meal. This is what Ingo's parents say, like, every time we talk to them. It's true. I, it's true. But it used to be like that. My dad, I think, used to come home sometimes for lunch, like from work. Uh-huh. People go home. My dad goes home for lunch. Eat a big, uh, but it is unusual to go home. Maybe in the Midwest, not. I mean, if you don't have an hour commute. I say, if you it. live close, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. So, coffee clutch is when you sit around. It's really a gossip session. Uh-huh. Is is the nub of it. Mm-hmm. You sit around, you know, having cake and coffee, but you're really talking about everything. Yeah. Could be a Yiddish name, too, a Yiddish word, too. Clutch. Yeah. Coffee clutch. Good one. No. But it <laughs> means slap for some reason. So, anyway. It's time for Ingo Corner, where you say whatever you want, and I don't tell you it's boring. Wait, I already did that. Okay, then we're done. Okay. <laughs> ah, that was quick. But yes, I have I have said everything I was going to say. I'm very pleased with myself. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't fight anyone unless they ask you to. Yep. Bye. Bye.